So let's just go right into it, yo. And I guess we're, we're gonna figure out what we're gonna talk about while we're into it. I guess we got no choice. We Pe- talk about all of them, actually. Peace, kings. Peace, king. <laughs> Peace, king. <laughs> Peace, king. <laughs> Peace, king. I gotta turn my volumes down. Hold up. Nah, I'm not holding up. Good to go. Nah, I just think. Um, so she's 23. Naomi Osaka. Never mind, that takes my theory away. I thought she was a lot closer to Same amount of years I'm out of high school. <laughs> uh, oh, all of us are out yeah. of high wow. school. Don't you say that shit. Dang. I never Y'all old ass. <laughs> <laughs> you older than me. Hey. Hey, we been out that long? Yeah. Well, good to see y'all brothers again. Yes, sir. You know, been a little while, but you know, you know how we do. Yes, sir. Handle, to see you handle our business for a little while. Great yes, sir. You, and man. then we get right back into it. Yes, sir. Yeah, pandemic world is crazy, <laughs> believe it or not. Well, it's coming back, right? This Delta variant is um is uh is blowing up. It's uh it's taking over. And yeah, people I was are, gonna say post pandemic, but it seems we are not post pandemic. This right is the back. problem, right? Because people will have this thought that they're post pandemic and they can go back to normal and then everything starts to flare up again. And this is we've seen this happen a couple of times. We just collectively haven't learned from it yeah. just yet. <laughs> pandemic burnout is real. It is so real. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That's what it is. Speaking of burnout, let's talk about Skirt. this. Let's talk about oh, this uh, this this mental health situation that we see taking effect in so many. Well, let's say the athletic world, right? Well, we talk about it a lot because burnout is real. Yeah, yeah. And us, we we are all former athletes, um, and we do a lot of stuff. We got a lot on our plate, just as grown adults, which all adults are grown. Not necessarily. Oh, okay. Okay, good. (laughs) As grown men who have a lot on our plate, burnout is real. I think COVID helped contribute to that. But, you know, today, unique day, right? Mental health is back in the news. Uh, U.S. gymnast extraordinaire, Simone Biles. Simone Biles. Right? She pulled out today, citing. um, It's the GOAT, actually. Yeah. The GOAT. Gymnastic GOAT. Period. No other gymnast has as many medals as her. I, I Never. Believe, right? Take that, Mary Lou. And, and <laughs> <laughs> I you saw, get on my girl, Mary Lou. I love me some Mary Lou. Man. I just I just saw a commercial with her. She looks nothing like I thought she would. And I, I remember that she was basically a little girl in the Olympics. Right, 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 right. So I saw a commercial just recently with her. And I was like, wow. She yeah. doesn't look like I th- Well, of course She not. said that. Well, she didn't set the trend with them bangs, but she was living in the 70s with yeah. them bangs. Well, that's it was an iconic look back then. Yeah, I mean, she set the trend, you know what I'm saying? She's she definitely one of them. Yeah. But back to Simone Biles. So she pulled out. <laughs> Does she have bangs? No. No. Uh, but she uh, pulled Her out. Her flips bang. Yeah, yeah. She pulled out citing mental health. And uh, it's also coincidental because also... I guess today, I don't know if it was the same day Tokyo time, but I found out all this news today. We found out all this news today in America that uh, Naomi Osaka, did I say it right? Naomi Osaka, yep. Uh, who has also uh, shared with the world her mental struggles and dealing Preservation with Preservation of her mental health. Uh, yeah, yeah, there you go. Preservation yeah. of her mental health. And uh, she lost today in the Olympics. Mm. Uh and I know there was pressure on her to represent Japan 
and that's more the pressure whole on her because she was representing Japan. Well, yeah, it was pressure on her, and not but the It US. was also pressure on her to represent Japan. But we'll, I mean, we can get. I'm, I'm, I'm saying both yeah, sides. Yes, yes. Yeah. Pressure to pressure because, and that's the host country. And I guess we just felt like it was a good, be a good discussion to talk about mental health. How. How do we prioritize it? Should we prioritize it? Is it becoming an excuse? What are your thoughts on that? Well, the 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 interesting thing about mental health is it's always going to be personal. So you can never really quantify how someone else is mental health. Right, should be able to react to certain things. Yeah, I tell you what, I was shocked when uh, Naomi Osaka pulled out of the Open. Okay. And then withdrew from Wimbledon as well. Mm. I was shocked because the the norm is get that money, no? Yeah. Usually, mm-hmm. yeah. get the money. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. that's the driving the, main driving factor. Yeah. The second I saw that she pulled out, and the reason was for her mental health, I I was like, yeah, do what you do. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. The the interviews that she was subjected to, yeah, mm-hmm, you know. She she said they she felt assaulted. So mm. what's she gonna do? So gonna- so it, it's funny because you talk about the interviews and one of the um, remember Marshawn Lynch when he was playing ball, he would go to the interviews because he was obligated yeah, to go to the interviews, yeah, so but he, he wouldn't would answer say, no questions. He would say, "I'm mm-hmm. I'm here to answer. I'm, I'm just here so I don't get right, fined." Right? Yeah. right, right. So he didn't get fined. So he would be like, "What do you think about Russell?" Um, pass on that third and fourteenth. Uh, I I don't remember. Next question or something like that. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. Or at one time he was literally saying, "I'm here so that I I'm here and <laughs> so I'm answering I your questions so I don't get fired." That was his response. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's part of the game. And and so was that for him to maintain some of his mental health so that he wouldn't go down a rabbit hole of you know questioning himself after answering these questions because they're so invasive like part of the question is 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 the media there for the sport or is the sport there for the media Mm -hmm. right because it's a duality right it it seems like that the media is the authority because Mm -hmm. they're the one who are asking these deeply probing questions Mm -hmm. And given that, but the media for sports wouldn't exist, obviously, if the sport didn't exist. Mm-hmm. So, where's the balance in how invasive you can be in the questions that you ask? You know, um, we, how many super athletes' lives get scrutinized? Look at Tiger Woods, mm-hmm. right? He he got some issues. Homeboy <laughs> got some super issues. Super scrutinized. But like, how many people have those type of issues? But their life isn't under a microscope, so nobody knows about it. So they're right. better able to deal with what happens in life based off of their actions, right? Right. I tell you what, before he was found out, he was under the radar for a minute. Well, I think a lot of them are. When when you got that kind of money, <laughs> I, like, Damn, I mean, look at MJ. MJ was under the radar for a long time with his gambling issues, right? Mm-hmm. It came to light only really at the tail end of his career and really when his career ended. And Mike. Never had to really deal with social media. Social media was not like it is now when Mike Jordan was a millionfold worse, right, and more invasive. Yeah, but at the same time, Mike's the era when 
you know, people didn't take the social media. People went to his house. <laughs> people was outside camping at Michael Jordan's house. Yeah, but, you know, that stuff kind of died down a little bit easier because there was no multiplier. Mm-hmm. Like, social media to me is a multiplier. Mm-hmm. And there was no multiplier back then for that. Like, you ran the story, but if another bigger story came, you know, 20 minutes later, your story was gone. Yeah. Right. You know, off the news cycle, so. Yeah. So do do you think? And I guess you you made the point, Andrew, that we can't quantify it. We can't as an outside of yeah. right, and we can't. I guess, but do you think taking? And it, it may sound like a dumb question, but do you think? No, 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 no. It is a dumb. Question. <laughs> it doesn't sound like it, it is. Right, it is. And take comfort in it. Just ask it. But it is. Just uh, lean into it, bro. <laughs> was was? <laughs> I'm gonna lead all into this dumb question. <laughs> Uh, was she, well, well, Naomi, Marshawn Lynch, mm. which is a great example, because mm. I think he did it in a creative way where now looking back on it, we could say that's what he was doing. Mm-hmm. I think when he was doing it, we were like, what the hell? What did, yeah, mm-hmm. why, why won't you just answer mm-hmm. questions? Mm-hmm. And why wouldn't, you know, why mm-hmm. aren't you going to say, but, and, and Simone Biles, are they doing the right thing? I mean, mental health is, you know, for instance, this is the Olympics, right? Mm-hmm. Simone Biles pulls herself out of the Olympics. That's every four years. Um, Team competition. Yeah, and I was just reading some of the things that she was saying. She said it's not as fun for her anymore. Mm-hmm. She doesn't know if it's because of her age. Because Simone Biles is getting up there as far as Olympic competition. Mm-hmm. Um, Gymnast competition. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that, that age. She's mm-hmm. like, I don't know if. I think I read somewhere where she said it might be because of her age, but she's more nervous now than mm-hmm. she was before. Because mm-hmm. there's more pressure. Yeah, and yeah. maybe because she's able to. Right. So, I mean, do and we? That doubt seats. I made a in. I made a post today that I support Simone Biles. I think it was for me inspiring that she said I'm putting my mental health before a possible gold medal. Mm-hmm. The team still got a silver medal mm-hmm. without her, but maybe they would have got the gold with her. I don't know, but um. I I was in my I found it admirable that she said, "Look, man, I'm not here mentally," and I didn't even think that she felt that she could probably do more harm for her team if she continued. Mm. Than the like outside. when James Harden was out on the court and he shouldn't have been. Yeah, yeah, something mm-hmm. like that. She probably looked at <laughs> somebody's hurting about that. Right? <laughs> not really. I I don't really follow ball mm-hmm. all that much. Uh-huh. But I'm looking at this dude limping out on the yeah, court, yeah, and I'm yeah. like, "What are you doing? All right, yeah. you a decoy for like what three minutes? That's then it. you got to get sit down. Yeah, 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 yeah." And, and, maybe, and I guess gymnastics, she couldn't be a decoy, but I guess the outside observer would be yeah. thinking, if she does it, she can put him over the top. Yeah. But she might have, it sounded like she felt like if she continued to do it in the mental state that she was in, right. she was going to contribute. She would be a drag. Being, yeah. yeah. She's doing worse than that. So I, 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 I support her taking that move, but you know, is there's this a something couple, we're going to see more often? Well, there's a couple of perspectives. Okay. Right. You brought up Marshawn Lynch, and when he did it, we were questioning, why is he doing this? Why didn't you just answer the question? And I feel like maybe he helped to, and maybe um, Naomi helped to open the doorway for people to say, yeah, I can't take this, where they didn't feel they had that capability before, right? They were under so much pressure to perform Mm -hmm. that they didn't even see that there was a window or a door that they can escape. So they had to do it. Mm. Now they did it at a high level, but now, like you said, the pressure is on and, and they haven't dealt with it. So now they, excuse me, um, have the capability or see that there's an avenue for them to go down and say, yeah, 
I can bow out because me is more important than this. At the same time, are you letting down your teammates? Are you letting down your, your, that's the, that's your not your country, but like, you know, you go to represent your country. That's the whole point. So in effect, you are kind of letting them down. If you're saying, yes, you're the goat. We're talking about Simone Biles now. You're the goat. You've been the goat for X number of years. We have a certain expectation of you. You said you're going to do, you committed to this thing. Mm-hmm. And now you're bowing out while we're in the midst of it. Mm-hmm. Coming from whatever sport I played in high school mm-hmm. and football in college, you, you don't come back from that mm-hmm. with your teammates, mm-hmm. with your quote unquote family, because you build a familial relationship with these people. Mm-hmm. I remember one dude quit the football team, but still tried to be cool. And it was just like, irks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, sir. Yeah. Can't come back into this group. Uh-huh. And it was natural. Uh-huh. So is there, you take on the responsibility, you take on the, the pressure. Do you have a responsibility to respond to that when you say, yes, I'm going to do it? Why not bow out before mm-hmm. the competition? Say, no, I can't do this. Mm-hmm. Y'all got to do this on your own, you know, or let them prepare in such a way that they can bring somebody else on who's going to help them out. And I was going to say, Simone Biles specifically, for instance, to the, it wasn't, it was the U.S. championships, be, you know, before the U.S. trap. Yeah. I believe it was the U.S. championships. She wore, uh, warm up suit that had a sequined goat into it. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm. And she was, and she attempted these moves, never been, never, never be before yeah. done by a female in competition. Mm-hmm. So ha- half of that feeling, like of her being put on that pedestal, yeah. is also self driven. She, she, you she, know, she didn't shy away from it right, before that. Right. So, so here's the question to that. Is it because they're not doing as well? Because Simone Biles had some, she didn't do that well in the beginning stages of the Olympics, right? She was, she, she, she got off the mat on one, on the, on the floor competition. Yeah, stepped out of bounds. Right. She, she, on the, on the horse, she, you know, took that step and almost came off of the mat there, right? I don't know if Naomi Osaka wasn't playing well and maybe like just because you're playing well, not, not playing well now, it's okay to quit. Like, is that the mentality that we're allowing to happen now? Cause uh, I can like see I'm that. I'm in my own head now. now yeah. I gotta, I, I don't think I, I can't, do. I'm not gonna work, I'm not gonna work myself out of it. I'm just gonna quit. Well, see, Naomi, I remember with Naomi, she didn't, she ended up quitting because at first what she said she was gonna do was not do interviews. Right. And then I think, I don't know which, uh. Yeah, just take the fine. You got the money. Well, I think whatever the, bo- the the body was that was making the decision, the World Ten- WTA, I think, World Tennis Association, they were saying, well, if you're not going to do the interviews, then you're going to be fined. And I don't think there was an initial response, but it became such a big story that eventually she pulled herself out. Like, mm. I don't want that to be the story mm-hmm. of this tournament. It kind of blew up. And that's why she yeah. pulled out of the yeah. first one. And then she didn't even, she announced she wasn't even going to go to Wimbledon. Go to the Wimbledon. Right. But what happened initially is, she was just saying, I'm not going to do these interviews. The interviews. And, and saying, because well, it blew up so yeah. much. Yeah. She said, I'm taking, well, I didn't mean to cause this much ruckus. So let me pull myself out of this. Out so of it. it just dies right. down. And, and she still yeah. felt by the time the Wimbledon came that she had to 
uh, still take time out for herself. So in that sense, she didn't jump in, right. mess up, and then say, I'm going to quit. Right. She just said, I'm not going to go in. Right, 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 right. But Simone, yeah, she has some issues. But I'm reading now that she's still in, and you made this point earlier, Andrew. I the think individual. Yeah, it's, she did lead the team's competition, but she's expected to compete in her all-around competition, which I believe is individual, which yeah. starts on Thursday. Yeah, there's a several different things that she would participate in, yeah. but as an individual. Yeah, so yeah. it's an individual. But I mean, team. that kind of makes it even worse. I mean, if you're, yeah, if you're gonna duck out of on team, your team, yeah. come on. Yeah, that's a tough one. I, and I guess that's 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 why I'm I'm I'm, I'm wondering mental health. It's a hard thing to kind of judge if somebody says. That's what they need to do for mental health reasons. I mean, who are we to question? Yeah, Yeah, who are we to question? But like you said, if you, especially us, we grew up in teams. There's certain things. If you do that, you know that traditionally how it used to work is your teammates would look at you like. That's funny, man. Yeah. You're supposed to endure that for us. We all going through this. Yeah, but I tell you what, in this day and age. That's not what happened. Yeah, because I wonder. Yeah. Some of her teammates were on TV already. Mm-hmm. Simone Biles' <coughs> teammate, mm-hmm. um, <coughs> saying, "Yeah, yeah, they they support her support move it, because yeah. it's what she what she feels she needs to do right now for herself." You can't, you can't, yeah, you can't really be like, "Yo, right, yo, break you just deal with your breakdown like anybody else and yeah. then get back on the field." As it's a lot. That's what they say with like pain. Mm-hmm. In 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 other sports, football yeah. and baseball, are you hurt or are you yeah. injured? If you yeah, right. are you able to perform or right. not? Right. This is one of those things where she's like, I'm in my own head, or yeah. mentally I'm hurt not, or mentally injured. I'm not. Yeah. No. So got to pull out for a little bit. The discussion is so different now too. Even our approach to mental health is different now than it was when we were growing up. When you when we were growing up, you play you play even if you were injured, you would. If yeah. I can play through this injury, right. whatever take, the I physical t- or psychological impact of it is, right. you were like, I'm going to endure it because right. playing was the most important thing. Right. I tell you what, though. Mm-hmm. In my senior year, at the end of the football season, I was hurt. Like, no, no. I was injured. College or high school? College. Mm-hmm. I was injured. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? I couldn't plant on my feet. I mm-hmm. had something going on inside my heel and... It was my right foot. Mm. I'm right. I'm right footed, right handed. Mm. I could not plant. I couldn't push off. It was some sort of pain mm. that I couldn't run, mm. basically. Mm. And I, and I, I took myself out of our rivalry game, mm. and it was the biggest deal for some reason. Mm. They're like, "Yo, you you're not gonna play your last rivalry as a senior." Mm. I was like, "I can't play." Like, <laughs> I am injured. I, I, like I can't do it. Right. Like I've been trying right. all week. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I I I wrapped it up. I taped it up. It don't it don't matter. I can't Proud run you, in son. a you straight line. I can't <laughs> run in I can't run zit patterns. Like right. I'm not I'm not in a position to help anybody. Right, right, right. And, and just it, to be like I played in this game. Yeah. yeah. And and the funny thing was the amount of people that's like, yo, this is your last rivalry game. <coughs> you should dress to do it. And the only thing I could think of is I'm going to be dressed and unable to do anything. You right. know what I mean? Right. Like I'm right. unable to help this team. Right, right, now. right, right. right. And so there's a, a mental shift from the time that we grew up in to now where if you're injured physically or if you're injured mentally, then you need to take the time for yourself to heal so that you can be good in life, right? Because the sport 
is not bigger than life. Mm-hmm. And maybe in Osaka's case, mm-hmm. she's young enough to come back mm-hmm. because look at what Jokovic, Djokovic is doing. Mm. He, what sport he, is he? Tennis. tennis. Oh, okay. I, I don't watch men's tennis. Like, oh, explain. you got to watch men's explain. tennis. Okay. Yeah. Explain. Djokovic has won, I think it's 20 uh, Grand Slams. Mm. And that ties Rafael Nadal mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and Roger Federer, mm-hmm. who are two of the best. Roger Federer is still playing, but he's he's a bit long in the tooth. Okay. Nadal is still playing. He's getting a little bit older. But Djokovic hit that 20 Grand Slam wins before, earlier in his life than anybody else okay. has. And so he's still playing well. So he just won Wimbledon. Mm. And he beat a dude from Italy. Okay. And you he's got, still ranked number one. And he's still ra- He has the longest ranking at number one in history. It's something like. I think I know who you're talking about. Yes, yes. I'm sorry. It's something no, no, crazy. It's like 300 weeks or some crazy number he's in the third. amount of weeks. He's third. But he, he's up there. He's third? Yeah. All time. Third all time for what? It just what? happens that I, I was looking exactly. Grand Slams? Yeah. No. Well, he's number ranked number one. Oh, oh okay. Okay. Still Raj, Roger Federer. <laughs> Federer. Oh, okay. But he's third at 275 weeks at number one. But he's still number and one. He's still and, number and, one so right he's now. still yeah. going. Good, good. And, and so my point is, is that these guys have played for a long time and they've been able to win this many grand slams as young as, as, as she is. Mm-hmm. She may be able to take this mental break and then come back even stronger. Hopefully. Yeah. Right. Because again, she's opening a door. Mm-hmm. For other athletes to say, yo, I need some time. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Let me just clarify. Djokovic has the record for no- weeks at number one. That's what I thought. It's just not in a row. Oh, okay. It's not consecutive weeks. Right. He has 331. Oh, so he does have the most. Yeah. Appreciate that. Sorry, Thank you for that, yeah. that fact check. Yeah, no doubt. Um, so my only point of saying is that these guys have been playing for a long time. They play into their 30s into their mid and late 30s. Mm-hmm. She's what? What would you 23. say, 23? 23, yeah, 23? I mean, she's got at least another decade, right? Yeah. So, I mean, look at Serena. Serena, you know, she hasn't 30, done this yeah. that well this year. Right. Um, she's doing well, better than any other 38, 39-year-old. But that's my point. Yeah, and how, how long did was she on top? Yeah. So, Osaka has that, you know, maybe she's taking this time so she can regroup and come yeah. back even stronger. So, you know, playing a little bit of a devil's no, advocate I because I, I, I argued against, you know, bowing out. Uh-huh. Like kind of ungracefully, mm-hmm. right? But maybe it allows her to come back stronger. Yeah, you know, and and maybe she opens the door. More importantly, I think mm-hmm. yeah. she opens the door for other people to say, "Oh man, I have these struggles myself. I didn't know that I could do that." That's how I feel about Na- Naomi Osaka's um, bow out from the Australian Open, mm-hmm. and then she started when, the like, conversation. She was, like right? the first mm-hmm. yeah. that would mm-hmm. be like, you know. This is kind of messing me up. So. She said that she was struggling ever since she beat Serena. Mm. Remember when she beat Serena mm-hmm, in that match? Mm-hmm. Had Serena won, she would have broke the, uh, or at least tied or broke whatever that all-time Grand Slam number is mm. that she's chasing. Mm. So everybody wanted Serena to win. That right. was tie or break. I don't know which one. Right. But Osaka won. And that was the match where Serena like double faulted and she basically was disqualified. The way she lost was... Right. It wasn't like a full match was played. Mm-hmm. And I just remember that post-interview, Osaka, like, basically apologized to the yeah, crowd for winning. For winning. Yeah. For winning. And yeah. she pointed at that moment as when, you know, she hadn't been 
right mentally since right. then. She was made the villain right. without making herself the villain. Right, right. And she had to apologize for yeah. that. Could, oh. I could see how could that, that commence. Yeah. Right, right. If, if you're doing your best and you're on the good side because uh-huh. everybody's rooting for you, but they rooting for you a little bit less than they rooting for somebody <laughs> yeah, else. Yeah, yeah. And then you beat that somebody else, you yeah. instantly become the villain. Right. But not only that, right? I'd be that, like, man, <laughs> you got to perfect the villain laugh, right? <laughs> yeah, I got to work on mine. But that that particular match, though, a lot of people didn't think that Osaka won per se. Like Serena got disqualified. As Serena lost. Like, Serena yeah, lost she got yeah. disqualified. She double faulted, right. and she was she got penalized by remember by she the got, judge by the judge. Yeah. She got penalized. So a lot of people looked at it like, did Osaka really win? Or did Serena just get her? Because I think Serena's coach got caught giving her signals. It was something crazy. Oh, like uh, I don't remember that. But yeah, that's... yeah, but that's where Osaka was like. Mm. That's where it all started. Mm. And I remember watching that match. Like I was rooting for Serena, no doubt. But I was, I did feel bad that when I heard her apologize to the crowd, like I'm sorry that uh, you know Serena didn't win for you guys. And I was like, oh damn. But but then you know you have to circle it back to is. Is this new newer generation who's coming into their own? Are they mentally prepared for the difficulties that life presents in general? Because, like ten years ago, you wouldn't hear somebody apologize for beating a superstar. <laughs> well, she was young then. That's what I'm saying. It doesn't matter. I watched the boxing match. Mm-hmm. So, so I missed the, the Jamal, I don't remember which one, Jamal or Jamel Charlo, but he was fighting just a couple of weekends ago. Mm-hmm. And he was trying to unify the belts. He had three belts. The dude he was fighting had one. Mm-hmm. In the four belt era, he was trying to unify the belt. And in the undercard, there was a young dude, young dude, mm-hmm. and he knocked out his opponent. And, you know, they, they call him a heel because he just, they were booing him and all of that stuff. But the dude is strong. He's not technically the best yet, but he's young. Mm-hmm. But he's strong, and he knocked the dude out. And the dude was just, and he's young. Mm-hmm. So, so this is my point. I'm paralleling, paralleling the the youth. He he's probably early twenties, just like Osaka is, and he was like, "Yo, I'm here to win," and that's what I did. Next question. So, so yeah, that that I can identify with. You know what I'm saying? Like the 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 other dude, you know, was a crowd favorite. But he wasn't good enough. Serena was a crowd favorite, but on that day, she wasn't good enough. I think it's a different, different expectation. In tennis, there's more of an expectation to win gracefully. Yeah, especially number one. And in the, I mean, the fact I, I that just think sometimes a, they were even but apologize for your win. She apologized because, and I'm I'm not saying I would have apologized. She apologized because of the way the match went. The fans were booing because they felt like the judge should not have. They felt the judge should not have double faulted yeah, Serena and interfered with the match the way he yeah. did. Okay. So it was almost like the fans felt like the judge robbed them of watching this match. Uh-huh. Naomi Osaka, she's the winner as a result of the faults. Right. And she feels like, oh, I'm sorry that she might have said, I'm sorry Serena didn't win for you guys. Because it was definitely the way it was promoted. The whole thing was if Serena wins this, yeah. she'll tie this. or Yeah, it was to tie Margaret Court. Yeah, it was all promoted that way. Yeah. Basically, she, said, what, she was 20, like, I'm 30. sorry it didn't go the way y'all wanted it to go. Because it was very clear 
the crowd was there to watch Serena. Serena win. get this. That, and yeah. no, Naomi was not as popular. This is what put her on the map. So mm, she wasn't right. as popular then as she is now. But right. Ever since that win, she's been the best tennis player out right, there. Right. Right. And you know what's crazy? That I heard, heard in the last couple of months through all of this, Naomi Osaka is the first black female athlete to grace the cover of Sports <laughs> Illustrated. No way. Yes. Black female athlete for real? The first. You sure the, the Williams right? sisters never did it? The ba- no, you, uh, you they it must be in the swimsuit it. issue. Because Serena Williams, they had to be on the. You going to tell me Serena Williams never been on Sports Illustrated? Fact check. Yeah, I'll fact check you right now. <laughs> <laughs> Serena been the GOAT for like 20 years yeah. of women tennis. Yeah, yeah. Just tennis, period. She got. No, nah. not tennis, period. Women's tennis. But yeah, she, no, real. Tennis, Serena man. was, well, tw- I mean, she from was a- at 23 Grand Slams, and the record is Margaret Court. 24 Four. grand slams. Right. So her whole thing was she was going to tie Margaret. She was going to tie her with that yeah. if I, she won I, that. Yeah. And I, yeah. I don't think she's tied yet. So even But see, see, you talk about winning gracefully, but I find that, in and tennis. it's off-putting. In te- well, I'm going to talk about oh, okay. tennis. It's off-putting to me. I have to be honest, when Serena loses sometimes, she doesn't lose gracefully. And, I, you know, it's, it's very off-putting. I don't like watching her because, you know, she's all about getting that glory when she wins, mm-hmm. but she don't know. Remember the time she was yelling at the judge? For some call that was the right call that the judge made, and she was the—I mean, to me, she's just not graceful in certain aspects. I hear you. You know what I'm saying? So you can't graceful. She's not graceful in her losing. In her losing, so <laughs> you have—you you, know—you can't be all yeah, yeah, great, great, great when I win, and then when I lose, not be congratulatory and 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 humble in your loss. You know what I'm saying? And to me, like that is the the opposite side of literally because Osaka was—that's who she was playing against. Right, mm-hmm. she's graceful in her win in conceding that I'm like apologizing for your <laughs> yeah. win. That's yeah, crazy to me. It was it was a swimsuit cover. My bad. Yeah, swimsuit. Fact, check, 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 check. But uh, you know, again, back to this conversation. I I think what Osaka has done and and Biles open the door. now, huh? Open the door. Open the door for the open conversation, the and it makes me appreciate. Even though I appreciated while he was doing it, it makes me appreciate more Marshawn Lynch. Mm, Because you can see it in context now. I can see it more in context. But even when he was doing it, I was like, I like the fact that he's like... Like how he moved, right? Yeah. I don't want to talk about it. It's kind of like, if I bring it back real quick, Abdur Rahim. Mm -hmm. Remember in basketball? Mm -hmm. Abdur Rahim. Mahmoud Abdur Rahim. When he was doing the... uh, 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 He's sitting out for the... the, What's his uh, pre-Islam Rauf. Raouf Abdul Rahim, yeah. yeah. yeah what what was Abdul his pre? Rahim is the center. There was a guy named Abdul Rahim. Yeah, yeah. Played for the, you mean the when the flag? Chris the Chris anthem. something for the anthem. Yes, he was Chris Jackson. Chris Changed Jackson. His name yeah. to yeah. Mahmoud Abdul Raouf, and he's still killing Raouf, it in the yeah. big three competition. He's oh, where still won? <laughs> oh, his Nancy. jump is wet. Mm. He actually because of Ben Simmons flop in the playoffs, mm. he posted. He's like, "Yo, come see me. I'll work." <laughs> Word. But he wasn't trying to throw shade. He was like, "He was like, literally, I'll work. With I'm gonna you. get you better. So that I know how to year, shoot. Nobody gonna be talking about your shot." Yeah. Yo, his stories. I'm not gonna get on yeah, top. Yeah, his story is amazing. He has Tourette's. Didn't he have Tourette's? I was just gonna yeah. ask. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yo, he has to. <laughs> I saw a documentary on him. He everything has to feel right about mm. him. It's like a feel right. So mm. I was watching him. It'll take him literally sometimes. I think in this documentary. 15 to 30 minutes to tie his shoe because mm. he might tie it but if it didn't feel right he'll untie isn't it isn't that OCD 
that's oh that yeah that's nothing to do with his terrain mm. but all of this so is, he has that too. he has all these things that wow he would shoot 500 he had to make 500 shots and it had to feel right before mm. he left mm. but all that to say now he opened up the door he was the kaepernick before kaepernick right and uh Oh man, they were really they didn't really tolerate they, that because the whole view of Islam at that time yeah, was different. Yeah. Uh and uh He kinda went the Muhammad Ali route. Yeah. You know, because he was He had to come he first but see his story was at first it wasn't that he was sitting down, it was that he wasn't coming out. Mm. And somebody recognized he's not coming out until after. Mm. So the compromise I believe he had to work with the NBA was you can you gotta come out. But you you, you got to come out, but you can pray while the national anthem's being sung. Mm. So everybody saw him praying mm-hmm. while it was being sung. But mm-hmm. before, he wasn't coming out. And, you know, same way that Kaepernick, somebody just realized, like, after the third game that he did it, like, right. hey, this man is not, kneeling, yeah. he's not standing. Yeah. But that's an attempt to preserve your mental health. I think so, too. That's, like, a, pres- mm. that's, a, that's, a, that, that's a good, good perspective. Mm. That's a callback right because, there. That's a good perspective. Yeah. Let me respectfully do what I gotta do. Yeah. In the locker room. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they're like, nah. Uh, yeah, <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, that's, yeah, that's yeah. It's kind of messed yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because you know, I mean, I don't want to get all into this, but you know, American exceptionalism, that viewpoint, if you do anything that somebody feels is like unpatriotic, it's the feeling of American exceptionalism. How dare you? Yeah. Do this. You live in this, to this country, great country. Right. And you're afforded right. all these freedoms. It's like, right. yes, but this country do. still got some errors, but right? Hold on. That's the whole point of freedom is I could do whatever the fuck exactly. I want to do. Right? That's, that's the whole point. Now right? when it comes to that, yeah. <laughs> you yeah. got to do what I say. Yep. <laughs> right, right. Exceptionalism, right. except. <laughs> Exceptionalism. Anything you guys. So think about your own careers. Is there anything? Well, Andrew, you gave us an example of. I don't know if that was necessary. Was that your mental health as much uh, as much as it was your physical? Because you were playing injured for a while, right? I was playing injured mentally... probably by the second game of that year. Every game mm-hmm. after the second game, I was either taped or wrapped or you know shot up, painkiller so... stuff. But the but what I, what what happened was this was the rivalry, which is you know right. that that game mm. at the end of the mm-hmm. year you know mm-hmm. finished the year i'm a senior it's gonna be my last game if i play but the whole thing was i couldn't play yeah. and all that week i couldn't play mm-hmm. and for me to then get dressed you know uh you know helmet pads i'm taking somebody's spot and for me to for that to be my last game and not play was worse to me mm-hmm. you know than mm-hmm. saying than just being dressed because it's my last game mm. and and trying to limp out onto the field that that was a bigger problem for me mm-hmm. i was like i can't help the team mm-hmm. so let somebody else dress somebody who can play mm-hmm. like can actually play mm-hmm. and it'll be much better than me trying to satiate whoever's feeling mm-hmm. about how i'm supposed mm-hmm. to feel about mm-hmm. it mm-hmm. and maybe it's a level of control maybe you know but yeah, I didn't dress for that game, and I was totally okay with it. How did that impact? Was there any impact mentally on you? No, I. I you know what happened? You know, what? I felt better not dressing, okay, like yeah. not taking somebody else's spot right, for that right. game. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. You know, there's t- there's tons of people that's like, it's your last game, it's your last game. You got to get dressed, you got to play. Right. I can't play, right, so right. that takes that out of the equation. Right. And then so me. 
me taking that away from um somebody somebody else's feeling i i feel right with myself you know what i mean yeah like i felt that's the best way i could help the team right better than me being uh dressed for a game i can't play in. james harden yep so for so, your so, so for your mental health so. as well as your physical health but mentally as well you said i'm gonna sit this one out i i felt it would have bothered you more you mentally know, if you went out there not able to do what you right did. Mental health, the mental health part, I did not factor in at that time. At the time, right. But I felt better sitting out that game because I would be unable to help the team. Mm. For, for me to, for me to get my helmet and shoulder pads and go through all the motions just to be like, I can't help you, mm. I feel like would have been worse mm-hmm. for me mm. in my heart. Mm. So that's why I was like, no, I, I can't play. And there was a lot, there was a lot of people that's like, what are you doing? It's your last game. Mm. You know, and I'm just like, my last game was the game before. Right, before <laughs> right, 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 right. You know, it's injuries. Right. Deal, you got to yeah. deal with it. It's you just know reality. Know? Yeah, yeah. I, so I can't Superman through this. Yeah, I, I felt, yeah. I felt like that was the move for to help the team. So yeah. you know, it. You know, and this is a little bit different. This is Simone Biles in the Olympics. Mm. If that's what she felt she had to do to mm. help her team. I get it. I offer of that alone. I get it. Mm-hmm. But for her, if it's in in the head versus um, physical, mm-hmm. that part is a little different mm-hmm. from from what I experienced. Right, it's difficult like, for you to understand. Because if if you're able to do it, but right. you just got to get mentally through it, like you got to get your ducks in a row, yeah. then. I would be on more of the side of get in there, get your ducks in the row, yeah, yeah, and, and get in it, there, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, and but, that's where I am with it, right? Because I don't feel like, like the, like I'm missing my shot, I'm missing my shot, yeah, I'm missing my keep shot. shooting, keep shooting, <laughs> keep shooting, you know what I mean? Because you're a shooter. I I don't know, it's, but you're right, well, then. but who I, knows if that's right? But man. that's my point. Yeah. You're right. Like, who can judge? Where they are mentally and say that that is not more debilitating than their physical, than a physical injury, right? I can just go off of my experience. Like I've had mental, not breakdowns, but Blocks. issues. No, well, well, like for instance, like you get injured. Bottlenecks. We get injured. I'm just going to keep saying <laughs> just words. <laughs> Boxes. Hurdles. <laughs> Obstacles. <laughs> Impediments. Oh no, that's not how you pronounce it. <laughs> Sorry. Hurdles. All of those things. All of oh, okay. Them. Stumbling blocks. Yes. Okay. No, but like you get injured, right? Uh, and then trip ups. <laughs> okay, I'm done. <laughs> Slips. <laughs> Falls. Okay. I'm done. You done? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> if I think of a good one, though, I might yeah, throw it back in there. It's, it's yeah, got to be real good. Yeah, 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 yeah. It won't you be. Got come, you got to yeah. come correct. It won't be it for any BS, yeah. though. It's going to be a good one. But go ahead. I hope you make it through. Because <laughs> <laughs> you're going to say this real fast. <laughs> so when you're injured, you need it. No, I'm listening. No, no, no. I'm just saying, like, when I was injured and I'd be on the sideline, not even for games, but just for practice, and then your coach looking at you screw face like Mm. and don't talk to you 
And then, you know yeah. what I'm saying, don't include you in nothing. Yeah. And you go to meetings and you're sitting in the back because everybody else is playing. And it makes you feel away because you're on an island now. You're by yeah. yourself. I mean, the coach would isolate you because yes. you weren't, yes. like he was mad because you were injured? Because you weren't injured I and bet. you weren't out on the field. So oh. he not going to put no energy into you now mm-hmm. because you're not giving him nothing. Mm-hmm. You know, that quid pro quo. Yeah. How yeah. about that same coach kicked any injured people off the practice field one time. Really? Wow. Kicked them out of practice. Because he didn't want, want to see them. He didn't even want to see them. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So I left, and that became a problem. He kicked us off the field. I left. Me leaving became a problem. Right, right. You kicked us off the field. Right, right. Keep going. Fuck you. Yeah, I don't... So, so, so... But but then again, like, you, you, you can mold the conversation into that is a mental health issue because they made me feel ostracized outside of the group even though I was supposedly still part of the, part group. Of the group and then when my injury healed I'd be able to f- get back into the fold right but then on the other side of it is that an adversity that I kind of traipsed through and I got through it and I was able to get on the other side of it and it made me a stronger better person for it right do I I play through quote unquote because I wasn't playing I was injured mm-hmm. but I didn't quit the team. Right. I didn't pull out of competition uh, because now that, you know, my coach, you know, wasn't talking to me and he gave me some, you know, issues up top. When I was ready to play, I got back in. I got back in the fold and I was back in the good graces. Now, does that, you know, is that a negative that you have to show value in order to be assigned a value or... Does that mean that I was able to push through those tough times and get back to where I was? Mm-hmm. And am I better for it now because I know how to get through those tough times, not just physically, right. but mentally? So my question is, when you're on, a, a, you know, we play competitive balls, D1 mm-hmm. ball, but it's not the Olympics. Right. It's not a Grand Slam tennis match. Right. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? That's the top of the top right there. Right. Now, now, do you have an obligation Mm-hmm. to push through or but if you're mentally injured do you have an obligation to to yourself to treat that like mm. an in, as seriously as you would if you like a had physical a knee, injury if you had a physical mm. injury they did. Mm. because uh, I, at least these la- these past two stars have i don't think we grew up like that but i think the I new generation to, you guys were like starters on a d1 level that's higher i never started on a d1 level so i look at that pre- like y'all know a pressure that i don't know as far as Sports, athletic competition. Yeah. So I can't even fathom on the Olympics. Like, I just imagine not only do you have to be physically on your game. Yeah. But if you're not. Mentally in tune. If you're not mentally in tune mm-hmm. on top of being. All phys- the physical on, is no match. Yeah, yeah. On that it don't level. Yeah. It's like. It's. All like, cylinders have yeah, to be fired. Everything. Yeah. So if, if there's, if, if your mental cylinder ain't popping, then. Do you have now in the past people would overlook that? I think we're in a new era now where athletes are saying maybe we shouldn't overlook that like mm, we have mm. because even if we get through this point, then we didn't treat that injury and we're going to be worse somewhere later on. Mm. Maybe not in the Olymp- maybe not in this Olympics, but maybe I get a mental breakdown when I'm supposed to be Years watching later. my kid, yeah, yeah, doing something just kind of hits you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here's my issue with. The Simone, Simone Biles part, mm-hmm. the the some of that some of that pressure is she put on herself mm-hmm. because you want to try this move. Was it same thing with a physical injury though? You 
No, no, but okay. Let me. She tried this move, right? <laughs> this move stumbling block didn't have. Oh, to sorry. <laughs> this move Slip didn't ups? have to be in her program, right? Yeah. She, she decided to go after this. Yuchenko uh, double pike, I yeah. believe it's called. To say mm. she's the goat, though. To say she's the goat, yeah. yeah. And then did it, yeah. and then called herself the goat, yeah. So now that's self-imposed. So now it's yeah. the Olympics. Yeah. But she's not there mentally, though. How? But she. But he's How? saying she put that on herself. How are you not there? You did You're the saying, move that no other female yeah, could yeah. do. So but, it's self-imposed pressure. But I don't know. Yeah, it may be self-imposed. But are there not any injuries that are self-imposed? Your your work ethic. Your so she did this in another competition because you know the Olympics are every four years. Right. Let me let she's, me stop you real quick. No other no no physical injury is going to be self-imposed. No physical injury is going to be self-imposed. You don't run. You, she she's not out there flipping to break her leg or to hurt herself. No, it's no, like, no. It's so when I say pure. self-imposed, no, no, no. But you, so for instance, may, maybe self-imposed is not the right word. When you're practicing, when you're in competition, when you're in another game, injuries are as a result of you attempting to be the goat or the greatest yeah. at your position. She performed this move to say that she was the goat. She did it in a competition. Okay. She's at the Olympics. Something she recognizes is not right mentally, whether she's the cause of it or not. Right? If I'm the greatest basketball player in the world, if I'm and I if I'm Kobe Bryant and I've done all this stuff in the NBA to show you I'm the GOAT, and if I'm not there when I get to the Olympics, like look at the NBA. Some of these folks will not play in the Olympics. Mm-hmm. We don't have look yeah. at our basketball team. Yeah. Right? <laughs> I'm saying the basketball team in the Olympics right now. These are not the best players in the NBA. Some of the best players in the NBA said, no, I'm not going to yeah. preserve my physical. And, and some said to preserve mm-hmm. my mental. Mm-hmm. I want to be mentally ready for the NBA. I prefer the NBA season over the Olympics. I'm just saying yeah. they wouldn't go to the Olympics because they said they're not going to be focused on the Olympics like that. I just feel like, you know, again, I look at it like I, I give her props for doing that because there is a sacrifice in doing that. Mm-hmm. She's gonna Certainly. take a hit. She's Certainly. gonna take a hit. Certainly, she's gonna take a hit on how people see her. Right. She's gonna take a hit. People are gonna wonder. They're gonna challenge her toughness. They're right. gonna challenge her mental toughness. Right. And I think she knew all that when she made the decision. But, I mean, we don't know this. But if this is what it took so that she could be all right later for yeah. her family, and for whoever, yeah. I think she would say it's worth it. And we don't know that, or we prayed that we never have to know. That situation but i think in the past so many people have and even us growing up we didn't pay attention to the mental side of it and these mental breakdowns happen much later let me let me first areas. say i agree with you at that part but i also to just stop there i also think <laughs> that it's 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 slightly different okay in in just simone Biles' case okay it's slightly different because you know that, are you going to say there's no pressure in trying this move that's never been tried before in mm. female competition? There's absolutely you know what I'm pressure, saying? yeah. But that's and not that, why she bowed out, though. She didn't bow out because of no, the no, pressure. No, 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 no. I'm okay. not talking about okay, okay. bowing out. That's the reason she went and did that one. Yes. yes. And that's and that's as self-imposed as you can get mm-hmm. as yeah. pressure-wise. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, you called yourself out. You called yourself out <laughs> versus <laughs> right. all the women of right. all time. Right. Right? Right. Yeah. But now... You don't gotta do that move. You just gotta be you for right. a little bit. Right. You do what you, do what she loves. 
but she's not be, but and she says when the pressure is too much but she's but she's not she didn't say she left because the pressure was too much she said she left because of mental challenges and when she listed what i read some of them mm. some of them was she gets a little more nervous she ch- she put that on her age she thinks maybe because she's older maybe the pressure of being older in the olympics this may i don't know yeah. but she also said it's not as fun for her anymore I don't know what that's about. I don't care if it's fun. You signed up for it. I mm. go do your job. Mm. I, see, but that's what I'm saying. See, this is the mentality that we came. That's from. how we came up. Mm-hmm. But I'm saying she came up in it too. This is her first Olympics mm. and the first Olympics without pressure. Mm. But that's what I'm saying. I don't. I don't assume it's pressure per se. I think that she recognizes something within her mentally is not right. She may not be able to articulate it right now, but yeah. all she could say is she's mentally not there. Whatever that is that's doubt. that's making her, it may be doubt, but it may be something else. She's not mentally there. You ever have one of those days where it's like something just don't feel right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know what it is. I can't tell you. I can't articulate it, but it's just this feeling. Maybe it doesn't last. Maybe it's just today. Maybe tomorrow she was like, damn, I feel good today. I shouldn't have left. But I don't the know. Question <laughs> is, the but the question day. is, yeah, yeah. <laughs> do you quit on your team? While they're in the thick of things. She felt that if you feel, because somebody's looking at Andrew and said that's what he did. Somebody look at Andrew's decision not to suit up for the rival game and say he quit on his team. So the question we're asking is, can you equate a mental injury to a physical injury? And I'm saying we should get used. We should be getting used to that discussion. We should, if we treat mental health and mental illness, like a physical injury, perhaps athletes will be better off in the long but term. But it comes mm. back to what Drew said earlier. We can't quantify. I can quantify a pulled hamstring. Mm-hmm. I can quantify a torn ACL. Mm-hmm. I can say you ain't coming back for nine months to a year when you tear your ACL. I could tell you it's going to be a couple of months before your hamstring is going to be 100%. Mm-hmm. I can't tell you. I can't quantify. I can't put my hands around you a mental health issue. And that's when she says, I don't got it right now. Right. Yeah. But you can't. But mental therapists, people who are trained. I don't know it, if they, they can either. Well, they may not. But I'm saying if if you tell me as an athlete, yeah. this is what I'm saying is going to have to be part of sports teams now. You tell me as an athlete, something's off with you mentally. All right. I need you to have this session. So we need physical therapists and psychotherapists now? We might. I'm just saying that's the direction. I'm not, I'm not, I'm, I'm, I'm know, not making fun. I'm no, really asking. I'm thinking that the way we, if we're going to treat mental health like physical health, yeah. why not? I think that's the road we're heading down. And some teams already have psycholog- team psychologists and team psychiatrists. Some teams already have that. Mm-hmm. I'm saying if, if you're, maybe that's what the U.S. next Olympics, maybe U.S. gymnastics, they got to, they got to staff up a person who can. How about this? Therapist. You got e-gaming ahead of the curve. Because e gaming teams have a psychotherapist. Word. Who yeah. who does e gaming? Oh, I don't know what that is. Electronic gaming. Oh, e gaming. Oh, yeah. I thought you were naming a name. I, I don't know who that is. Oh, e gaming. I don't listen to hip hop. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't listen to the radio anymore. <laughs> like what? Oh, okay. I yeah. had it occur. Yeah, I think that's. Park but reference. I'm thinking that's where we're. Don't you think that's how we're moving? After after Naomi Osaka, I do. Well, let me ask I you think then. It's gonna be because what, WTA what? was thinking about how how they could incorporate. Psychologists, I think, or psychiatrists, therapists, I think is the word I'll use, how they can incorporate that more. And she said before she eventually pulled out or maybe in her statement when she pulled out that she would like to work with the WTA to further address how to 
handle yeah. mental uh, health and mental So two questions. Wellness. One, isn't that what the off season is for? Not if you're Scotty Pippen. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> oh, Scotty Pippen. My bad, Scotty, but yo, the last dance, man, you had to do that, man. My man said, I'm going to have my surgery when the preseason starts. <laughs> I'm partying in the off season. <laughs> yo. But no, in the off season, I hear what you're saying. The off season should be about, at least a part of the off season should preparation for right. the season. Right. Right. But like you said, I just think, and these are professional athletes. These are not athletes who are mm-hmm. like in just college going it. to school. Well, yeah, not only just getting into it and don't understand everything that comes along with it, but they don't really have any other responsibilities in terms of work or school, right? Not, not necessarily the Olympics, because yeah. a lot of Olympians are just everyday people mm-hmm. who go to the Olympics and kick ass and then come Come back back. home and go to work right you know but the top tier ones like simone biles the Mm -hmm. top tier ones like uh naomi osaka Mm -hmm. who do nothing but the sport Mm -hmm. there should be some time built in for all of that stuff right that's why they make the top dollar so Mm -hmm. that they can be at the top level when they need to be at the top level that's one thing the second thing is it kind of circles back to what we were talking about earlier is social media prompting a worsening of mental health for these people? Social media is, I think, bad for your health. Mm, so, generally. Generally. Mm. I have just made. I have none. And es- Especially for these athletes. I admire you so much for mm. that. In the beginning, I would have been like, boy, you crazy. Everybody was. You don't know what you missed. Everybody was. Now, at at 25, the age I'm at, uh, I look at what <laughs> <laughs> I look at it now. I'm like, yo, Rashad was smart like i wish i still I, am i mean was, yeah but <laughs> you were smart I get what you were smart in that because i just my birthday just passed and i said look Happy birthday. thank you i said my inst my instagram page i'm gonna i made uh, i made a new one yeah. that's gonna be for my ministerial and professional it's gonna be public people right. can look at right. it and then my old one I'm deleting it. I'm thinking about either phase del- it out. I'm either deleting it. I'm yeah. phasing it out now, yeah. but I don't know if I want to keep it for it's just my family because it, right. it has served. I've re- positive purposes. I've reunited, I reunited right. with some family or right. I stay in contact right. with some family who right. I don't talk to at all through right. that. Right. So I'm either going to limit so it to just. So you have to be active yeah. in your social media life. Yeah. Like you have to be active in your but regular I think that's life. That's so stressful because for a lot of people, they make that, they over that social media. I mean, even I sometimes wake up and go to my social media and say, mm. let me look at what's happening. And it's such a, or like today at work, it's like, I'm reading, I'm like, I'm going to go home as soon as I finish this chapter. And about three or four times, I had to stop myself from mm. looking at my mm-hmm. social media. It's an addiction, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I'm phasing that out and I'm like, I'm, I only want to follow 100 people and yeah. have 100 people follow, follow me. You. Yeah. And then the other page is my public page. Meaning, Whatever. I just put my right. my engagements per- and professional oh, damn, you're stuff at 101, so I just unfollowed you. Did mm. you? It's not at 100 yet, though. But I'm cutting <laughs> it down. But I'm cutting it down because I had a thousand. No one I was really connected to, but I think I was following a thousand and some folks, and yeah. I had a thousand and some followers. Yeah. If you look at it right now, I think I'm like 480, 480. But it's because I'm gradually deleting you're pruning it. Yeah, yeah. Mm. And, and I and I tell them, yo, this page. I said it. This page is going to disappear. Back to your point. Social media, I think, definitely has had an impact on the mental mm-hmm. health, mental wellness mm-hmm. of just any anybody today, but also on which includes the athlete. Mm-hmm. 
includes the prof- who's ever mm-hmm. famous. Mm-hmm. But uh, I mean, how is that any different than a, a, a visiting fan taunting at the game? Because a fan taunts you at the game, you go home and that's it. Now what happens is the fan taunts you at the game. He can at you on your social media. He can tag you or you, and all that is multiplied. You know mm-hmm. how many times Kevin Durant has gotten yeah. it? But, but you know, if you engage, that's your bad. That's, but that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Pe- that generation, though, mm-hmm. Kevin Durant is younger than us. That generation, like my son, his generation is social media. This is part of what they grew up with. Right. This is a part of, and they may not see... They can't even imagine. Like my son, he asked me the other day, was YouTube around when you were a kid? <laughs> I was like, no. Right. There's no concept yeah. of it not being right. around. He was like, what? Yeah. What did you do? Like, we didn't even have no internet. What right. are you talking about? That's what I'm telling you. Yeah. I was like, internet wasn't around right. when I was a right. kid. Internet wasn't around. And and my first computer was not Apple. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah. Systemax. Anybody heard of that? Who? No. Systemax was yeah, the I brand. Yeah, I actually remember yeah. that. Yeah, no, PC. Yeah, yeah. They had a blue label. Yes, I remember yeah. Systemax. So my my, my but your like, mouth yes. and your whole ass, boy. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, mental. I think social media can be potentially dangerous mentally if you don't have a hold on it. Yeah. I think our, the, the generation that exists now, like you can, you know how to navigate because we didn't grow. Let's navigate without it, okay? Yeah. But some for some of the younger generation, yeah. they don't even know how to be without it right yeah right 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 and and one of the things that i've seen is that they are superstars on social media but then in physical it engagement doesn't translate it in real doesn't life. translate right. they can't talk they can't to nobody can't they handle can't, it can't handle it so i'm wondering if this is part of this generation's you know the Simone Biles and the and the Osakas that we're talking about. If that's part of what infiltrates their life, is that the social media aspect is 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 killing them. Uh, to me, it's like you mm. take on the responsibility, mm-hmm. you take on the glory. You got to take the bullshit that comes with it too, mm-hmm. and you can't. To like, it's hard to say because, like you said, who knows what their real mental health issues are. But it kind of brings them down in some respects in my eyes because you want all of the glory but none of the responsibility that comes with it, right? And there is there is um, value mm-hmm. in tr- in trotting through the difficult times. Mm. Yeah, and the each working. one of those yeah. has known Naomi Osaka and Simone Brown. Yeah, know about dealing with adversity and trudging through it and right reaching the glory at the end right so so yeah maybe they open the door for other people to do it and really take care of themselves but maybe they also open the door for other people to just bow out when it's easy to bow out when you know I don't know. I, maybe, it's my, that, maybe it's my perspective. Yeah, it's maybe hard it's to where say I came that from. it's easy to do too. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I agree. I agree with that. It's it's hard to say that, but it's easy to say that from my perspective because yeah. that's how I grew up. Right. That's what I was taught. That's what generations and generations and generations before me went through and had to do. Now, it's always been a little bit easier for each successive generation. Yeah, because we were also taught not to really pay attention to our mental health whatever our mental health is ah get over it i think the problem i think the problem is is that if because there's such a stark difference between the generations and how they dealt with mental health Mm -hmm. it's not like it's not like the the smooth transition that we've had from generation to generation that i was just talking about it's like a full stop 
and a abrupt- change of yes. the guard. Yeah. There's an abruption. There's an abruption. Yeah. Is that work? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I figured if it I could get you to say it, but no, there was a big he added a, the shun. Yeah. It was an abrupt stop <laughs> yes. and, it, and a whole change in how we view things. Right. Which I think on all levels, how how we receive that news, we got to really evaluate how we receive the news of somebody saying they need to take some time for their mental health. No. It's also how somebody how we share that news. So right. if we're somebody who needs that break, all that has to be reevaluated because when we were growing up, that didn't exist. That didn't exist at all. Mental. I won't say we were perceived as weak, but we Please. were taught to. We were perceived as Please. weak. If you, Darren, or Darren, keep it to yourself. During our time, we were still told to persevere through physical injuries. Right. So right. mental yes. injury wasn't, it wasn't even on the board. Right. Yeah. Oh, you're not ready to play well punch in the face you're yeah. ready now yeah, like, yeah. get ready yeah yeah yeah, yeah. or yeah. you get that ostracization that i was talking about ostracization mm. and they would abruption. do it all the time they'd be like oh you yes. want to sit with yes. the water boy then you yes. want to you want to you and they would make f- yes 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 you would be shame you would be shame you would be shame so now that we're reflecting on it maybe you know i can temper my conversation a little bit and say yeah that wasn't right and maybe they're doing the right thing now by by saying no we, we, I can't deal with this. I need some time. Yeah. Well, how do you think it would have played out if through your injury, both of you guys were telling stories about your injury, your coach was more receptive and more understanding? Because I guess the stories you guys told was like you were ostracized and isolated. Yeah. So how do you think it would have been if even during your, in- your injury, you were incorporated and accepted and still whatever? There, I, can, I can answer that right away. There's many games. Right like- away? Right away. Okay. Exactly. There's many games that I played and I was injured. Right now. The, the idea, though, is that if you're okay to play, you better perform. Yes. They're like, screw right. your injury yeah. immediately. Yeah. Like, right. don't bring it up. Don't, you right. decided that you could play. It's yeah. not, it's no longer your handicap. If you're you okay to play now. Right. If you would have sat out early, would you have missed the whole season or just a couple games? If I would have sat out early, if I would have sat out at any of the games, there's that whole thing personally, like, I'm able to perform mm-hmm. at some level. It's it might be an 80% yeah, or it might, it's not a hundred percent, but I'm able to do something. But is that the external pressure is telling your mental that yeah. you got to push through this? Of course it yeah. is. So I'm saying, was your injury like a season ending injury that you persevered through? Or if you thought you might have missed a couple games and you could have came back a hundred percent and prep, maybe even played that rival game? I had injuries all throughout. My career, actually. Yeah, football is one of them so, sports, though, that y'all just injured. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, you don't, some, some of them, yeah, some of them are If you ain't get an injury serious. in football, you ain't play football. Yeah, 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 some of them are way more serious than others. Okay. Um, some of them are easier to beat than others. I was at a point where I was getting shot up for some of mine. Mm-hmm. So that took that part off the table. Mm-hmm. And then your off season is where you do what you need to do to heal mm-hmm. for real. Because mm-hmm. you... you to tell you the truth, week to week is not happening. Right. Right. So what happened with me, though, is that some of my injuries, I had to sit out a game, sit out a week here and there, and I come back, I get re-injured, sit out again. But that and that whatever was going on with my foot by the end of the season, it was not healing. Okay. It was there was nothing I could do because I had to walk every day on yeah. it. You know, yeah. I was I didn't. I thought for a second if I use crutches for a couple of days, I give it some rest. It wasn't. It wasn't happening. So for that specific injury, I had to sit out mm-hmm. because I couldn't do it. 
And because I couldn't do it is why I sat up. Gotcha. Um, but as far as any other injury, if I, what I felt like if I could run around, if I could catch the ball, I can play. So by the time that particular injury got to the point where you felt like you couldn't do anything, it was later in the season. Right. And that's, it was actually the last game in the season. Oh, it was the last mm-hmm. game. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's the big rivalry, big last game of the season. Mm-hmm. But the whole thing with me was I can't push off this foot. I can't perform. That's why I'm sitting out. Not the other times I could perform at a less level, right. but I would still go out, mm, you know, gotcha. wrap it up, shoot mm. it up, whatever. Yeah. Rub I it do. down. No, no. No, no. But I do it, <laughs> you know? But yeah. as far I'll, I'll always wrap it up, B. But as far as, <laughs> <laughs> but as far as, you know, at any other time in my career, all I had to be able to do was perform. No. I wasn't worried. I wasn't worried about what level I would be at. I'd be like, I can catch a ball. I could do it. What I have to do. But that was the one time that I was like, I can't. Mm. I, can't I, I can't. I can't mm. run. And that one time is when you and, got the screw face. Yeah. Uh-huh. And I ex- exactly, mm-hmm. exactly. Mm-hmm. I'd be four years. Mm-hmm. Four years of games mm, of down given to everything one game, that you have, everything, yeah. and down to that one game, yep. and and I wouldn't, I wasn't able to practice yep. that week, and that's the week that we get that the injured people got kicked off yep. out of practice, yep. and 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 it changed, and it kind of changed my whole perception mm. of you know how how these trainers, how these coaches, how they feel, yeah, versus how i feel and what i'm able it's like it's like hr in a big corporation hr ain't there to help you out they there to protect the company these trainers ain't there to help you out these trainers are there to get you back on the field yeah for the team because they get they are employees of the team exactly a lot of people don't realize that yeah that's what i mean i don't want to go that you know what Kawhi, Kawhi leonard yeah that's what he he had beef with the San Antonio Spurs trainer because he felt like they were trying to they were misdiagnosing him so mm-hmm. they could hurry up and get him out there. Mm-hmm. He said I didn't feel right. No. This listen, this I'm sorry to cut yeah. you off, but this is what happened to RG three when he was playing for Washington. But I'm saying and that coach yeah. Shanahan, I can't stand him for this. The younger, he, or the older one. It's the older one. It's the older one. Mike Shanahan. Okay. He was the coach of the Redskins at the time, mm-hmm. and 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 Robert Griffin III had had an injury and came back way before he should have, and he injured it in that game, and that pretty much ended his, his career. career. He's become a backup ever okay. since, and 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 it's because of that pressure. And that's what Kawhi. And then again, it, it might this discussion might make me look at a whole lot of things differently because I, I remember I remember when Kawhi Leonard would not come back. Yeah. And Popovich was like, yo, what's, no, he should be playing. And they had this beef and he actually got mad at Popovich, which eventually forced a trade. Right. But he felt like the Spurs was trying to rush him back. And he said, I'm going to sit out and I'm going to take whatever comes with me sitting out. Now it was his physical health, but I'm sure that there was some mental pressure there too. Right. Like, yo, man, you get paid by the Spurs. You yeah, were the, you're the former finals tag. MVP with right. this team. Right. We're the one that put you on. Right. We're giving we, you top dollar. We drafted you. Right. I mean, nobody really knew about right. you. Right. Go out there and play. Right. Perform. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. He's the one that created this load management, which has gotten a lot of blowback. Uh, because that's something that again, us growing up. Well, you know, the whole thing is play and burn out. Exactly. Ed when- McMahon, Ed McMahon yourself. 
until Ooh. you can't do it. The I think you mean Jim McMahon. Jim McMahon. Because yeah. so. Ed like, McMahon was. Ah, ah, I said, yes. Yes. <laughs> he burned himself out on that couch. Johnny Carson couch, boy. Yeah, Jim McMahon. My yeah. bad. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. point is the dude can't go out in the daylight right. without sunglasses right. anymore. Right. Because he's endured every injury, rushed back every time. And ain't nobody showing him no love right now. No so it's basically use up a resource, even regardless of how good you are, regardless of how what you contribute to the team, use up that resource. And when that resource is done, move on to the we'll next. We'll replace you. So you're right. There's a mental because you're you feel yourself as a resource, not as a person. But also, Kawhi Leonard felt he wasn't being told by the trainer though, but he felt something was off. Yeah. Nah, I'm not ready. No, no, no. We're the team trainer. We're telling you to go. You're good. Listen. Nah, something ain't right. And I'm gonna put myself, which I think takes a level of mental strength. But that goes in line exactly yes. with what I'm saying okay. is that the team is viewing him as a resource. Mm-hmm. He's viewing himself as a person, and they're at odds. Yes. So that's where the mental strength in saying, "No, no, no, mm. I don't care what you say. I know how I feel because I'm a person. I'm not just a resource for you to use up and then spit out when you're done with me." Mm. And I tell you what, I, because it was personally what happened to me, the trainer, I I went and got X-ray. I did not get an MRI. I got X-ray. I got um, sauna, mm-hmm. sonogram. Sonogram, yeah. Mm-hmm. And they're telling me they can't find what's going on in my foot. Mm-hmm. So I should suit up and play. Yeah, that's good what, for you, that's but what I feel it. it. That's what, he's, that's what yeah. they're telling me. You might mm-hmm. not find it, but I feel they're it. They're like, we can't find it, so you're fine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, no, that's yeah. not how it but works. But that's my point. They're the yeah. HR of the team. It's is exactly that They're trying to protect the team and make exactly you get out happened. there. Yeah. That's exactly what happened. And, so and, what was wrong? Did you eventually find something wrong with it? No. No? I sat out and I, I was. Oh, I thought after, you. I meant even afterwards. No, after college, no, no. I sat out and um, um, only recently did I go back to a doctor to have like find out what's going on with my foot. It mm-hmm. wasn't the same injury, mm-hmm. but there was something going on with my foot. That and could have been precipitated that, by that injury. And as as that's exactly what it was. Mm-hmm. My doctor found that I had some sort of trauma earlier in my foot, mm-hmm. and. There was, I had, I had scar damage, like just overgrown scar damage Mm -hmm. that, that 15 years after the fact, Mm -hmm. he was able to hit, um, with a, a shot and reduce the damage. And inflammation. Mm -hmm. And And I'm able, like my foot felt good Mm -hmm. for the first time in a long time, Mm -hmm. like maybe two years ago. Yeah. But Mm -hmm. that's what, that's what he said happened. I had a, I had a trauma. And he don't know the extent of that trauma. Yeah. But at that point, I couldn't run. And personally, it felt like my heel was detached from my foot, mm. like inside the skin. Mm. You know what I mean? Wow. So walking was painful. Trying to run was even more painful. Cutting on that foot wasn't happening. Mm. And, that's, and that's, just your job. It, that's just what mm-hmm. it was. Wow. Mm. Wow. Yeah. So, you know, it, 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 you know, I kind of came into this thing thinking, yo, y'all need to push through this. I don't know what you're talking about, mental health. You got, you know, you put this on yourself and you take on these, you know, these big roles. You've been under the microscope. You've been under the microscope, push through. But, you know, it's given me a little bit pause to think about, you know, how to deal with your mental health. Um, and not just from a, like a professional athlete level, but even, you know, in my own personal and professional life, yeah. like how do I reset myself? I, I, I tend to burn out. I tend mm-hmm. to 
go till the ride till the wheels fall off. Yeah. 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 And then it's only when the wheels have fallen off and I feel, you know, my knees scraping on the gravel that I was like, Oh, I got to stop and and reload. You know what I mean? And, Mm -hmm. and I, I have to take time before I get to that point. Yeah. To, to kind of, you know, re, Engage myself with myself. Mm-hmm. That might sound sexual, but it's nope. not. I mm-hmm. promise. Well, maybe, no, maybe a little bit. Sexual. Maybe a little bit. Put your hands on the table. <laughs> Why? <laughs> oh, wow. but, Ounce but, of yeah. prevention beats a pound of cure. Beats a pound of cure. So that's exactly where I was going with it, right? So, mm-hmm. you know, f- be be aware, be hyper aware of, of your needs because you're the only one who will look out for your best interests because that's everybody else. Everything. That's an yeah. everything. Everything because everybody else is going to view you as a resource. And I think sports is a great and a beautiful microcosm of life. Like even though we were talking about this through the lens of it's sports. It's the extreme of it. Yes. Yeah, we get to see how it still applies in every in other general aspect. life. Right. Right. And for me, again, I think we even talked about this on one of our earlier shows. Like when I turned 40, I said self care has to be more. Uh, more uh, prevalent and more of a priority in my life where every birthday I got to do something. And you know what? While I am single in the moment, I take advantage of that because some of that stuff I got to do by myself. Right. Just take time to reboot and do whatever. Even when you're in a relationship, you have to do it by yourself. Yeah. yeah. I just know that that involves a conversation. Yeah. Like you have to let your partner. Or at least an understanding at some point. Yeah. 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 I'm I'm just saying I I am free from the point where I don't even have to have that conversation. Right. 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 right, right. Uh, But yeah, everybody should get some self time. But yeah, I think self care, trying to schedule it. Cause like, like you said, what I used to do is I used to burn all the way out and then say, I got to, I got to find a way to, and some people don't ever find a way to get back and they just operate on burnout and they (laughs) stress kills. You know what I mean? So I think mental health, like you said, this conversation, just talking about it and rethinking some things, hopefully it makes us all appreciate or at least reevaluate how we saw the conversation at the beginning of this episode and so, how to apply it to yourself yeah 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 so 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 what i was just thinking what your point brought me to is that mm-hmm. i said from generation to generation it passed down that you got to persevere through mm-hmm. and it's interesting how th- these younger people who are dealing with these mental health issues are reflecting up yeah. into our generation like look what happened to y'all yeah we don't want this <laughs> yeah. to happen yeah. to yeah. us yeah, yeah, yeah. y'all say that this is right but but i mean even us talking about it is now us reflecting we're yes. an older generation we're a different generation yeah. than them and now because they're doing these things it's it's kind of permeating mm-hmm. our generation it's yeah. coming back up so we're kind of in the middle there yeah it's- and i also see this generation saying Everything y'all did in y'all generation ain't necessarily right. Yeah. That because we see how y'all did things, yeah. we're like, oh no. Yeah, we're going in a different direction. Yeah, we're gonna do it a little differently. Yeah. That's dope though. But um, hey, I support and I'm still Simone Biles, love you, girl. Yeah, full support. Full support to Osaka, you love you, girl. Marshawn Lynch, I appreciate and respect a lot what you did. <laughs> <laughs> love you, homie. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Love you, bro. Yeah, no doubt. <laughs> love you, brothers. Yeah, love you back. They Y'all could... hurt MFers. <laughs> we mm-hmm. ain't hurt no I'm, st- hey, I'm still yeah, injured. I'm still, <laughs> I'm, I'm still playing. I'm Y'all injured. play football. <laughs> I know y'all still got like yeah, lingering yeah. it. Yo, I they remember going one nowhere. football practice I went to in high school. Just one. <laughs> Just one. And I knew after that it was me not too. for me. I Yo, I too. ran through this thing where the Yo, thing, wrap that shit up, B. Yeah, I don't know what that thing was, the thing that <laughs> yeah. flaps and hits you yeah, back. Yeah, I ran yeah. through the it. The gauntlet. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah, man, that was it, you man. Said the thing that flaps it. I hit you back. Yeah, I don't even know what it is. I just was. They were like, run through it. Bum, bum, bum. I'm like, oh. Mm-mm, he kept running. I kept running. Kept went running. right around, so, right back in the gym. Mm. Turned in my helmet and pads that day. Yo, coach. You know who coach is? Coach name. He just looked at me like. You but there you weak. go. But there you go. That, that but there you go. But that's how he looked but at there me like you go. You weak <laughs> son of a bee. How dare you? It. How dare you waste my time to even look for pads in the helmet mm-hmm. for you to give it back after mm-hmm. one? Mm-hmm. And then they later ran on, through the gauntlet, ran straight to the gym. Later on, I saw him in the gym. Later on, in years, like years later, I saw him in the gym. He was like. Still shaking his head. Still looking at me like it's a damn shame. But that's what I'm talking about. Remember, he's like, "What are you in the gym now for?" (laughs) But remember, that's what I said. The coach did the same thing. You was injured, and they looking at you, shaking their head, man. That's you know, do we break ourselves out of that mentality? Rest of life, life. I do. But 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 I do the same thing. The dude who quit, I'm still looking at screwed. I like if I ever see if mm, it's on site with me and you. Nah, but you know what I'm saying. You look at him differently. So yeah. We maybe have to we we have to come from Scare a different perspective, back, right? look yeah. at it a little bit differently, understand and be a little bit more empathetic and say, yeah, <laughs> I, I get you. You know, take care of yourself. Yep, and yeah. come back. But you gotta come back. Gotta I come think, back. and I think Simone's gonna come back. Yeah, and I, I think what happens is in situations like this, when you realize something and you take care of it now, you put yourself in a better position so it doesn't happen again because yeah. you prepare for it. Now. Well, there's also on the other side, maybe it's going to be a little bit worse when you do come back because now all the scrutiny is on you. Now the microscope is yeah. more hotly focused on you. you yeah, know? I'm going to say, I don't know if she's going to come back. Mm. Is there another Olympics? Well, her? when I say come back, well, she's, yeah, she's up. She may you not do I mean? another, but she's going to, she's still going to be in competition. Maybe not four years. There's still competitions before yeah. the next Olympics. Yeah, but nobody watches those. Um, if you're a gymnastics well, no, no, fan, what, what, what I mean by that is I know what you the mean. media doesn't pay yeah, attention. Yeah, the world's not on it right, right now. Mm-hmm. But I think that um, she has enough gold medals to be like, I'm good. I'm good if this was it. Yeah, but if she doesn't do Olympics, she doesn't get those endorsements. Like the but commercials the that she's doing. She's at the end of her career anyway. Yeah, very true. This That's might another, have been her last Olympics anyway, I think. Yeah, okay. another part of the but, pressure. Right? Yeah. But yeah. Uh, yeah, I hear Double-edged sword. Everything you touch is a double-edged sword. Double-edged yeah. there, boy. Crazy. Yeah. Yo, man, that's a good show, man. Yeah, that's why you no stick doubt. with your family. Your family, yeah. you love you no matter. You, you got, you got to be centered yourself. Even yeah. your family can mess you up yeah. sometimes. That's yeah. true. You got to be centered yourself, mm. strong enough to endure it. Because yeah. I'm sure she probably has some close friends. that's like, nah, don't, don't, don't leave. Yeah, just get through this day. And I'm sure some of her teammates yeah. was like, you know, I'm pretty sure you could do it. Because yeah. look at like they played her speech that she's played to the team. I think you can hear her on the mic. She's telling the team, look, y'all, y'all can do it. I'm not there. I've won it before. Some of y'all, this is y'all first time go out there and kick ass. That's yeah. what that's what I think the quote yeah. was. I tell you what though, I know she was the face of the team. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So stepping out yeah. or stepping down, I should say, kind of puts more pressure on the rest of the team. No, it, yeah. does, it does. It yeah. does. It does. Can't rely on the yeah. they got to because silver. they don't have those, you know, literal. And 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 not so literal broad shoulders yep, yep, on which to stand on yeah, anymore. You know, yeah, she was the she was the face of the team. I will yeah, give you that. And yeah, that. Not just the face, but the heart. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, she was the and soul. She she's was the, the stuff. And she's yeah. the favorite, and yeah. she's the greatest she's female the goat, right? gymnast of all yeah, time. And then yeah, she yeah. motivates her teammates to do better because they see her doing better, right? But all I will say, as my closing argument, <laughs> is you approach Kerry Strug. And you tell that girl, <laughs> you, you did your thing. Mm-hmm. 
You mm-hmm. did my thing. See mm-hmm. that that broke foot vault yeah. from all the Olympics yeah, ago. Yeah, 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 That's yeah. pressure right that there. Is pressure. She needed to yep. land it. And she and landed, landed on that on one foot. foot. Yeah, I remember that. I remember Every that. Struck big yeah. up anyway, you're dead. <laughs> <laughs> no doubt. No doubt. So where can they get to us if they have questions or comments? Yo, you make sure y'all hit us up at three kings at three kings talk dot Calm. And Three Kings yeah. Talk on Instagram. Holler at us. Let us know your thoughts, feelings, any questions you have. We get back at you. Yeah. How you feel? No Tell doubt. You feel. Love you, brother. Peace, Kings. Peace, Kings. Yeah. We gonna cut that out. <laughs> <laughs>